Welcome to Jabber and Jawas, a Star Wars podcast, our first ever episode. Here's your Kessel rundown for the day. We're going to start with power rankings, discuss some plot holes, talk about the mysterious popularity of Boba Fett, play What the Mustafar, and finish with some impressions. So pour yourself a glass of blue milk, sit back, and enjoy. Welcome to the Jabber and Jawas. I'm Kevin, and with me as always is Eric. Eric, are you there? Red 5 standing by. Han, how are you doing, buddy? You okay? Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? We're good. Thanks. Well, thanks for coming and listening, everyone. Uh, we'll get into it right away, and we'll start with... Rankings. So for this segment, what we're going to do is we're going to break down our top three favorite Star Wars movies. Uh, starting with number three, I got to say mine is Phantom Menace. Oh, and yeah. I know that's not going to be a popular opinion out there, um, <laughs> but it was the first Star Wars movie that I ever saw. It got me into the series. Uh, yeah. The Duel of the Fates with Darth Maul and Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. How can you not love that? So I got to say that's my number three. Well, Darth Maul's one of the coolest characters in the movies there's no doubt about it um my number three is return of the jedi um i'm not a big ewok fan but watching luke save his father it's kind of a big one and watching his father save him and the return is is pretty good um my number two is the force awakens i'm a big finn fan i think that guy's funny i don't know i'm excited to see uh, what we get in the last jedi yeah i think kylo ren's gonna end up being a really good character too yeah um, so I like the Force Awakens pick, and how can you not love Chief Chirpa and Wicket yeah. in uh, <laughs> Return of the Jedi? And that's why I'd say Return of the Jedi is my number two. Okay. Um, it's cool to see Luke kind of at the at the height of his power mm. um, in canon anyways. Right. And we, we don't know what Grandmaster Luke has yet, but it's cool to see Luke as um, more of a fully refined Jedi. Right. So, yeah, Return of the Jedi I like a lot. Um, and then my, my number one would have to be Revenge of the Sith, Episode 3. Yeah. I really like the lightsaber duels, um, watching the fall of Anakin, Order 66, that kind of stuff. I don't know. I'm a big fan. Grievous is awesome, too. Well, so. the lightsaber battles at the end are amazing. Um, watching Yoda and Palpatine go at it while Anakin and Obi-Wan are fighting each other. That's a great, those are a great scene. My number one is actually Phantom Menace. Oh, wow. Yeah, talk about an unpopular choice. (laughs) No, my two favorite characters in Star Wars are Qui-Gon and Darth Maul. And so, having those two in there. And then I do like young Anakin, um, seeing where he started. He's actually a likable character before episodes two and three. So, well, I'll throw a little uh, a little teaser out for you. We do have a guest lined up who's got a theory about the Phantom Menace and why it is the number one movie in the Star Wars universe. Um, because it really ties things together in a way that not everyone realizes. So keep your eyes out for that. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about that. Um, I have the list from our producer, Ben, who doesn't have a mic. Um, his top three. Number three, The Force Awakens. And I'm interested to that see... That's probably my honorable mention. I, yeah, I definitely really I, I'm interested to see Awakens. after episode eight comes out if The Force Awakens stays in our top three. It's possible The Last Jedi will take over in that spot. 
Um, number two, Empire Strikes Back. That is a great movie. That's a lot that's, of Star I Wars fans' I feel like that's favorites. like the unanimous yeah, number that's, one. That's a great one. And then number one is Revenge of the Sith. Yep. Good job, Ben. That's a, that's that's a really good one. better than I expected it to be. You didn't screw that one up, Ben. <laughs> We're really proud of you, buddy. Um, so next we'll move on to plot holes. Next we're moving into Plo Koon's plot holes, where we talk about times in the Star Wars universe where things just don't quite add up. So the one that I came up with is Poe Dameron uh, being alive after being thrown from his X-Wing in The Force Awakens. Um, he was obviously thrown far enough where Finn couldn't find him in the desert, so it's not like he just like rolled right. out of his cockpit or something. <laughs> he, he, went, he went a ways, and then when he sees him on the Resistance base, he's like unscathed, he's just missing his jacket. So I don't know how that happened. Yeah, I don't quite understand that either. I understand with Finn, because he was in the armor and all that, but I don't quite know how far Poe was shot out that Finn couldn't find him. Because Finn was still a ways away from the uh, TIE fighter, but that's a that's a heck of a shot by Poe to land. It, it, it makes you wonder whether or not Poe is going to become Force-sensitive at some point. Um, yeah. Because we know that Jedi can survive really high falls. There's been a lot of theories about that. Um, and we've seen it time and time again. So maybe maybe like he created some kind of Force barrier around himself. And I really hope he's not. It'd be really nice to have someone just be a really cool, good fighter, good character, who's just a normal human being. Like, he's that talented at flying and fighting where he doesn't need the Force to bail him out. Um, that's a good one. And it works so well with Han Solo in the um, original trilogy, too. Absolutely. Like it was great to have that just scoundrel-type exactly. yeah. character. So. Han's doing all those, doing the Kessel Run. He didn't use the Force once. And so it would be nice to have a... You know, now that Han's dead, it would be nice to have another guy who can do that, too. Yeah, um, it'd be cool to see him take his shoes. Yeah, I like that. Tell I like that shoes. a lot, Eric. My plot hole is the rule of two. So... In the Clone Wars, Sidious is fighting Savage Press and is trying to kill Maul as well. And he says to Maul, remember, the first and only reality of the Sith is there can only be two, and you are no longer my apprentice, you have been replaced. And Yoda tells us in the prequels as well, always two there are. But in the sequels, 4 through 6, Palpatine and Vader are trying to get Luke to join them, trying to make a little trio out of it. So what was George Lucas thinking there, or was Palpatine planning on killing vader as soon as he got luke to join so it was it was definitely something where palpatine was planning on having luke kill vader or vader wanted luke to kill palpatine okay um or like a combined effort type thing where they both overthrow him um palpatine wants luke because he's got his fully organic body you know vader has the robotic um, arms and legs and all that, so he can't generate force lightning and he can't do some of these things in the force that Luke might be able to. Right. So Palpatine's always looking to upgrade, you know, like when, when he tells Anakin to kill Dooku in Episode 3, it's because he's making way for a more powerful sure. apprentice. So I think that's what he was trying to do there. And I know a big part of the Sith is making sure your apprentice eventually is strong enough to kill you so that the Sith carries on. He might not have thought that Vader was ever going to be strong enough to kill him, so he wanted Luke to come in, because Luke eventually would be able to overtake Palpatine, so that when Palpatine's time is up, the Sith can carry on a little bit longer. Um, I like that. That's That was fun to talk about right there. For the producer plot hole, Ben wants to know, why did Obi-Wan age so much between episodes 3 and 4? 
stress of Tatooine. Yeah, man, you, you live on a <laughs> sand desert he's, for He's an old man years. on a desert, so God. he's fighting the sand people all the time. How about we stop judging Obi-Wan, man? It's a great dragon call, so that probably takes it out of you. Well, the only place you can have fun is that little cantina. You're not, you know, you're not going to stay young, all right? Um... So if you disagree or, or agree with us, let us know. Uh, our email account is jabberandjawas at gmail.com. And then our Twitter handle is at jabberandjawas. Simple enough. Um, let us know. Give us some feedback. We like to be argue, uh, disagreed with. That's fun for us. We don't claim to be experts by any means, and we want to know what you have to say. And now we'll take a minute to uh, thank our sponsors. Today's podcast was brought to you today by Blast Tech Industries. Hey. You want a blaster that's too accurate to be from sand people, but still somehow never hit your target? Well, Blastech Industries has the blaster for you. The E-11 Blaster Rifle. The E-11 Blaster Rifle is standard issue to all Imperial Stormtroopers. It has three settings, Sting, Stun, and Lethal. Whatever you're looking for in a blaster, the E-11 has it. For a limited time now, if you use the promo code, stop them, blast them. Blastech will give you 20% off of your first E-11 Blaster Rifle purchase. Remember, this blaster's so good, it'll make you bang your head on a door. The E-11 Blaster Rifle. Pokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side, kid. We also wanted to talk a little bit today about uh, the bounty hunter Boba Fett. This job isn't always pretty. Yeah, we're, uh, we're wondering why he's so popular. He, uh, he seems to have a cult following, which doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know if I necessarily think he's the greatest either but uh boba fett is a clone of Django, who he kept for himself to be like his son and train him um and so we know he shoots at obi-wan in slave one when he and Django are dueling on kamino which is pretty cool um he ends up capturing han solo um that's kind of a neat little thing that he does and then i don't know what else you got him well, in uh, in the Clone Wars, you get to see him as a kid uh, infiltrate the the clone division of young kids, and he manipulates them and takes over there. So that actually shows him being really cool. Um, and then you see in the prequels, uh, he's there when his dad gets his head cut off. So at least you got some backstory on him. Um, but we're we're wondering why why is he so popular with all these cool characters in Star Wars? Boba Fett seems to be the one that people attach to, and I, we're not sure why. We have some TV references. He's been on Family Guy six times, The Simpsons four times, Big Bang Theory four times, Saturday Night Live twice, and he's also been on Parks and Rec, How I Met Your Mother, 30 Rock, Ace of Cakes, American Dad, and That 70s Show. So all these different shows that are, are big-time shows thought it was you know important enough to have a reference to Boba Fett. Yeah, I don't know that he's deserving of all those appearances, um, especially the way that he sort of dies i guess in in canon in legends obviously he's not dead but he falls into the sarlacc pit kind of by happenstance right um he doesn't really get defeated in battle or anything he just kind of yeah we don't really get to see him do that many cool things in the movies um and definitely being killed by a blind han solo on accident is not the way for a legendary hero to go out one thing that i can say for boba is his legend stories are pretty cool. Um, he escapes from the Sarlacc pit, um, whether it's like his armor or what that allows him to survive that, but he doesn't get digested, digested and he crawls out and he ends up becoming Mandalore, which is like the leader of the Mandalorian race, which is like a mercenary group. Um, 
And that's a pretty big deal. Like, if you look at some of the historic Mandalores, like, if you played Knights of the Old Republic, you have Candorus Ordo, who helps Revan escape from Terrace. And if you look into Candorus at all, this guy is unreal. Like, great fighter and really uh, charismatic. So, for Boba Fett to take a title that he once held is a pretty big deal. Um, but I still feel like legend stories not as many people are familiar with those right but he has just such a big following it's unbelievable you can my parents haven't seen the star wars movies at all haven't seen one but i they know boba fett they they made a reference to boba fett a few months ago on on uh, i believe we were watching that 70s show and the parents knew about it it was really impressive um but yeah i, I don't quite understand what the point or what the really uh, appeal to boba fett is he he gets beat by a blind guy. He needs Darth Vader to catch Han Solo. That's how they get him in the first place. Um, yeah, I, I you know, it's interesting to me. You would think, obviously people are attached to Darth Vader and to Luke and all that stuff, but, you know, you see these Boba Fett action figures selling for thousands of dollars um, when he has, like, four lines in the sequels. So it, it's impressive to me. It's also very confusing. Yeah, I mean, one more thing that he does is, in the legend stories, he mentors Jaina Solo, I might have butchered that name, um, in order to kill Darth Kytus, which he's kind of like the main villain in the in the New Republic legends. But again, not many people are familiar with that, too, um, and he has such a wide following, so I just, I don't get it either. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really interesting. Um, let us know what you think, why he's so popular. Maybe you agree, maybe you have, you know, 17 action figures yourself. Let us know. Now we'll move into what the Mustafar. Go to the Mustafar system. This segment is basically just a Star Wars version of what the hell. Obviously, Mustafar is the fire planet, so that's what we're going with. Mine is directed to the Star Wars fan base, the theorists. Um, Mace Windu is Snoke. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You guys think that Mace Windu is that like big, long alien guy who is talking to Kylo Ren in The Force Awakens? Give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. So I have heard about that theory. Um, just to be devil's advocate, their arguments are... A, we have seen Jedi fall from great heights before. We even talked about that earlier in the podcast. B, he's bald, just like Snoke. They're both bald. Um, C, it looks like Snoke has some scarring, which we know can happen from the lightning from Palpatine. Um, and then D, they kind of think that Snoke is going after uh, Luke Skywalker because of the Jedi uh, Order, which they think Mace Windu wants to do because he was betrayed by the Jedi, by uh, Anakin Skywalker. So those are their arguments. I don't agree. They're wrong. I'm not even going to say they might be wrong. They're wrong. But those are their arguments. But yeah, what what the Mustafar, guys? Uh, I'll just say if, if Snoke ends up being Samuel L. Jackson, I will <laughs> probably not watch the ninth Star Wars. Um, if they if that's the big reveal in uh, yeah. the next movie, I probably won't go there's, back. There's no way that's he survived ridiculous. that fall. He, a, was, he was paralyzed. He had... 8 million uh, bolts of lightning coming in, and that's why he didn't make it. And also, he didn't have an arm. How are you going to land like without catching yourself? He's not a cat. Um, so then mine is uh, 
Yoda, dude, what the Mustafar, man? You were alive 900 years, but you couldn't stay alive 30 more seconds to tell Luke that Leia's his sister? <laughs> what the Mustafar, dude? He, he kind of like, he leaves Luke on a cliffhanger like, hey, yeah, you have a long-lost sibling. Now I'm going to die. Especially like she can save the galaxy too. Like, Right, the- he told Obi-Wan, there is another. Oh yeah, but I'm not going to tell her, like, I'm not going to tell Luke who it is. Just hang on, Yoda. <laughs> Hang That's, on for 30 more seconds. Yeah, I'm not, not a big fan of that one. Um, our producer, Ben, his Mustafar, this is a good one. Leia said, I've always known that she was uh, Luke's sister, but she still kissed him. Pretty passionately, too, I might add. It was a good kiss. Like, yeah, that's, that, that's was, questionable. that was aggressive. Good what the Mustafar, man. I'm really proud of you there. And it is a good one. Was George like Was that a George Lucas mistake, or does he just not care? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This yeah, is the I, same guy, though, who said that Jar Jar Binks is his favorite character uh, in an interview on YouTube. So yeah. who knows what's going on in this guy's head. Yeah, that makes me wonder a little bit. That's uh, Those were good, what the Mustafars. But there, there are plenty more that we'll get to. But that was a good start. Um, now we'll move on to impressions, a segment I'm really excited for. I got a bad feeling about this. So for this segment, I have three characters listed down that I wrote down. I have not told Eric about them. He does not know what's coming. And he's going to do his best to do an impression. Pull a line out of his head and do an impression for us. Are you ready, Eric? Han, Han really hit it on the head. I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> yeah, this could be interesting. Um, so, first character, C-3PO. I am C-3PO, human-cyborg relations. <laughs> How did I do? That was really well done. <laughs> that was really good. That was better than I expected. Uh, the line I had written down was, uh, Sir, the possibility of a successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. <laughs> you, got the, you got the whiny Yeah, the whiny I, I got the whiny down. voice. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not good at impressions. This game's meant for Eric, by the way. All right, number two. I think you're going to find out what the theme was here. Grievous. I am sending you to the Utapau system in the outer rim. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. That's that was the, that's that was the best I got. That I was know. really good. Like really like throaty. Yeah. Throaty voice. Like your know. whole body had been cut off and now you're a robot. Yeah. That was really well done. I was trying to channel that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was that was really good. All right. So this next one is a personal favorite character of mine. K two S O. Oh man, what does he say to? I have a gl- Gosh, I have a line ready. I might be stumped. Okay. Uh, throw, throw me a line. All right. The Jin, I'll be with you. Cassian said I have to. All right, let's hear it. I'll be with you. Cassian said I have to. I don't know. That's just kind of <laughs> no, my was regular good. voice. That was but. good. Um, I forgot the actor's name, but I watched an interview with the actor who uh, voices him, and he uh, he talked about how hard it is to talk as a robot because you don't think about it, but robots don't breathe. And so he had to, like, oh, wow. work on that and, and, and practice that. And I, I personally, I think K2SO is up there for the funniest he's character hilarious. in the Star Wars He's so universe. funny. Yeah, he's really funny. Also, Finn's really funny. I mentioned that earlier, but I think Finn's really funny. Yeah, especially Disney now. They're really starting to sprinkle the humor in there. Right. And I thought I wouldn't like that so much, but they do it tastefully, I think. Yeah, they do so. do it well. Also, just a quick tidbit I forgot to talk about with Finn. How did this guy, who had his mind controlled pretty much by the Empire, 
like go in a 24 hour span to being a really good flirter with Ray asking if she's got a boyfriend. <laughs> You know, that guy, that yeah, guy's he's got the most. He's pretty smooth. It's over, Anakin! All right, guys, that was our podcast for today. Hopefully you enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun for us to do. Yeah, we had a, we had a blast. We had a blast. Um, again, special shout-out to our producer, Ben, as well. Yeah, Ben, thank you so much. He's We're going to keep making fun of you, but we really do appreciate what you do for us because we don't know how to work computers at all. Um, again, our email, jabberinjawas at gmail.com, and our Twitter handle, at jabberinjawas. Please send us whatever you got, any advice. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know how to make a podcast, but we're trying. Um, if you agree, disagree, let us know. If you have any topics for us to talk about, we'd love to take any advice we can. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Have a good day.